Hop, hop, hooray! Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Fall is here. Hear the yell. Back to school. Ring the bell. Brand new shoes. Walking blues. Climb the fence. Books and pens. I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Okay, Conan O'Brien here, and this is a very special uh, sort of edition or offshoot of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. It's a summer edition, little something, little treats we call summer s'mores with Conan and the chill chums. This is meant to be just an extra bonus, kind of help you get through the summer. Uh, It's very hot out there, and of course, we also have the added irritation. I shouldn't call it irritation, but uh, the irritation of quarantine. Now, I was accused uh, last week, and I, I don't know, this is up to the listener to decide, but I was accused by my compatriots, the chill chums, of not being very chill and, and being sort of ratcheted up and uh, coming in hot. And that may be the case. I don't know. I'm humble enough to accept that I am, despite incredible powers, a human and flawed. And so it's possible that I was not chill last week. And if that's the case... I'm sorry, and I will try to be more chill hmm. during this episode. I'll do the best I can. So with that in mind, let's uh, let's begin. Sona, it's nice to have you on the show. It's very nice to be here. You don't, yeah, okay. You seem, <laughs> you seem, <laughs> okay. I don't want right. to, we were just talking about murder in the summer, and so I realized that's not a very chill topic. So I have nothing to say right now. Before we came on the air, uh, on the air, before we pressed record, whatever we, uh, is the correct term. Matt, what's the correct term? I think press record, but you know, it's a general term. I think people forgive you for that. Okay. I don't understand uh, the podcast format. Uh, I actually still don't understand television after doing it for 27 years. So uh, you'll forgive me uh, if, I, if I'm if i a little clumsy in my wording. But before we started, we were all just chatting. And of course, I would say the one thing the three of us really have in common is, and maybe a lot of people have this, but we all are very obsessed with murder. Mm. Uh, I love, and uh, I don't love murder. I mean, uh, that's a terrible thing to say. Uh, yes, in a perfect world, I would be able to murder. Wait, uh, what? Uh, but I understand that there are social conventions and laws, and uh, <laughs> I, I don't want to go to prison, so I will not murder. What despite a my sick thing to say. Okay. Despite my insatiable desire for murder. <laughs> and the constant voice in my head that says, murder, murder. You know it's what you want. You know it's what you're good at. Sometimes that's not just in your head, by the way, that you say that out loud. 
by the way, I'm I'm saying this, I think, in a very chill way. You did hey, you did come in barely chill this episode. I want to say you didn't come in hot. And you know what? My tone is still very chill. As I tell you, that my greatest my greatest desire in life is to uh, to wantonly uh, murder. Uh, rob other people of their lives and get away with it. Um, oh so there you go. That's, uh, and I'm just you know, saying that as a chill chump. Before you even said that, if you did murder and someone came up to me and said, hey, did you ever think he'd be the kind of guy who'd murder? I'd be like, yes, absolutely. Yeah. He yeah. talks about murder all the time. I'm obsessed with murder. And, yeah. and what's, what is interesting is that Sona, you know, I hired Sona. Um, we all do things. We later regret, but I, okay. I did hire <laughs> I did hire Sona. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Unnecessary. Terrible. Unnecessary. Terrible. I love you, Sona, but oh. I did hire you. And one of the things we did early on, because I had just moved out to Los Angeles, this is like 11 years ago. Uh, we just moved out to Los Angeles. Sona and I were, I think we were somewhere in the car together because we had to do something. And you said, oh, wait, this is near the the you know, the scene of the first Manson murders, uh, you know, the on Cielo Drive. We were on Benedict uh, Canyon, which Benedict is- Benedict Canyon. You, yeah. And then the two of us were immediately like, oh, we've got to go up there and see it, which I know sounds ghastly and, uh, and, and everything, but we both knew every single detail of Manson and the whole history of Manson. And that's when we realized, okay, this is something we have in common. We have mm -hmm. many things that, we're, that we aren't in common, uh, where, where we're not alike, um, I could go on at length about those. Uh, okay. Nope. You know. Move on. Okay. I, yeah. Uh, I cherish America. Oh, wow. Jesus. Um, okay. I, uh, whatever. But there, but you I, were I'm telling gonna... a nice story about us looking at the house where, you know. Yeah, what a nice story. What a, what a nice, nice tale story about. <laughs> of us retracing the steps. But we knew all the people in the car. We knew then, you know, then about what they did the next night. We knew, we knew everything. And then I realized that whenever I'm traveling or going anywhere, the first thing I try and look for is a forensic files because they show one after another, after another, after another. And I just watch those mm -hmm. and I'm fascinated with that stuff. And Matt, you have some interest in murder? Yeah, I suppose I grew up in the place where the Night Stalker did his night stalking in Whittier. And so it was really kind of big in the community, obviously, at the time. Right, that was a big story. That was a yeah. big thing. And my wife was in a play with a guy who did a double murder and dismembered the bodies and spread them throughout a park. Oh uh, my God! Wait, this what? is not chill. Oh my you're right. God! You're right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. You're the guy that really reprimanded me last week for not being chill. <laughs> well, it's the it's the way you deliver it. I said this guy just did a double murder, and that's that's okay. I'm just coming, you know, coming in cool. Who did he murder? Well, I'm, you know, it's funny. My interest was what was the play. <laughs> oh, it was um, uh, Arsenic and Old Lace. Of course it was. That's yeah, fantastic. That's about murder. It That's is, a whole yeah. play about murder. Did yeah. he murder while they were making the play together? Or he did it much later on. He did it later on. His name was Dan Wozniak. He's on Death Row. And um, he was this really kind of creepy director, actor in community theater. And uh, yeah. And he, How did he, needed, he do it? He was getting married and he wanted money for a honeymoon. And so he went and took a guy in his apartment complex to an old theater and shot him and then tried to frame his 
kind of girlfriend for the murder and then killed her and tried to make it look like a double I have one question. Yeah. How does this oh. lead to him getting money? That makes no sense. Like, I got a good money-making scheme. No. <laughs> you know what? Can I just say something? There's Every time you read about a murder or hear yeah. about a murder or watch a documentary about a murder, 90% of the time the person's like, I'm going to go and by killing these four people... I'll get $600. And my chances of being caught are only 90%. <laughs> like, I'm going to leave all my DNA at the scene. Yeah, exactly. Your return on investment is not good. What I do is I, I slice them to death with my driver's license and then leave that behind. <laughs> I, I, I choke them to death with my tax return and then leave that in the body. <laughs> It's just like the stupidest. I, I sprinkle some of my DNA on the scene. I'm the DNA killer. Yeah. That's my token. Yeah. What I do is I have these return address stickers that I've had made for my envelopes. And what I do is I cover their whole body with my name and return address so that they their pores can't get any oxygen and they slowly suffocate. Then I go back home to the apartment that's listed on their return address labels. And I think about how they'll never catch me. Oh my God. I, I take the key from my Tesla. <laughs> Which is linked to my iPhone. <laughs> and I make them eat it. <laughs> then I leave. And because I've left my key of my Tesla there, I walk home. But first I paint my shoes with fluorescent paint. <laughs> because that's just my fun criminal twist. <laughs> and then I go home and I say, good luck catching me. There's very little except fluorescent paint on my shoes and my Tesla key and my Tesla outside the apartment <laughs> to link me to the crime. That'd be fun to come up with a list of like the worst, worst murders ever. Yeah. Well, you brought up but, forensic files. All of those people are usually kind of dumb. I think most, I'm going to say something controversial. Most murderers are not smart. Yeah. Serial killers, on the other hand, that's something to strive for. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think it's safe to say that probably the vast majority of murderers uh, aren't smart. There are many better ways to uh, many better hobbies. Let's mm -hmm. just put it that way. Yeah. Many better hobbies. But yeah, I've been obsessed uh, with murder my whole life. I was on that show, a podcast, My Favorite Murder. Uh, with uh, Karen and Georgia, and they they have an amazing podcast. If you and I'm sure you've checked it out because it's extremely popular. But they had me on on their podcast, and they know everything about murder. And I think halfway through the podcast, they were put off by how I knew way too much. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, not put off, meaning. They were just like, oh, that's creepy. I mean, I managed, I think, to creep them out. Because that's they'd, random, they'd randomly bring up, you know, like Bob Crane from Hogan's Heroes Murder. Oh, and yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. No, that motel in Scottsdale. Yeah. He was bludgeoned to death. I know all about that one, too. What? Yeah. By his creepy friend. Well, allegedly. It was never proven. Oh, seems Ooh. like you're taking a side in that. Well, I'm not. I, I'm quite sure it was him, but I don't think we're allowed to say it was him because... Okay. Uh, Oh, that's he was right. uh, he, yeah podcast of record yeah well yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do want to make sure that we uh, that we hew uh, to the uh, legal shoreline as as closely as possible. This is the podcast where you said you wanted to murder someone, just to be clear. Yeah, you did. Well, I think it's not illegal to desperately want to murder <laughs> uh, and to have that be your lifelong dream. And in fact, <laughs> the only thing you think about day and night. Uh, 
and uh, the one thing that you think would bring you closest uh, to the face of God. Uh, I don't think it's wrong to say that that's what I want. I'm just I'm not going to do it. But oh, my God, if I could murder. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Luxury is meant to be livable. Discover the new leather collection at Ashley with premium quality leather sofas, recliners, and more, all built to last. No matter how many spills, scuffs, or pet-related mishaps come its way, the leather collection at Ashley is made with the durability you need for the whole family. Shop the new leather collection at Ashley and find chairs starting at $499.99 and sofas at $599.99. Ashley, for the love of home. Tony, what's your perfect murder? I mean, just pie in the sky. What are you going to do? Well, I'm glad you asked. Can I guess what your favorite murder would be? Yeah, Yeah, go ahead, I think that you're definitely someone who would want to strangle because you would want to look at their eyes as the life escapes their body very um, good yeah very good yep. Sona, yeah. i've seen you look at me that way yeah well, i've actually that yeah phrase. and you know when you've seen it matt as i'm strangling you <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right the first meeting that matt and i ever had when <laughs> he Adam across the table introduced us he talked for about five minutes i left across the table and i started choking the life out of him and i started to see the light go out of your eyes when adam jeff ross and a few other people physically restrained me oh yeah. god you know how i want to kill you How's that? Did you ever see You Only Live Twice and they they put a little spool of thread from the rafters down while you're sleeping and then you drop poison just down onto your lips and then I just watch the life slowly drain out No, but that's no good. That sucks. And I'll tell you why. How dare you? How dare you criticize my form of murder? Yeah. Because you're up in the rafters. I'm imagining it's hot because you've been hiding up there for a long time. You haven't, <laughs> you've had to hide up there for a long time because you had to watch me. It takes me forever to get to sleep. Yeah. So you'd have to watch me do all kinds of sick things be- to, just to fall asleep. Oh. Uh, and then finally I'd fall asleep and you'd be like, ah, now my perfect murder. And you'd unspool <laughs> your little thread yeah. and then you'd trickle down. And I'm a pretty sound sleeper, so you wouldn't notice the point of death. Yeah. I would just, I sleep like a dead person. And mm-hmm. so you'd okay. be there going like, well, yes, I just watched him go from sleep to what looks like more sleep. How satisfying. <laughs> I guess I'll creep out of here through this air duct. What, what are you talking about? I don't know. You know what? Just to have you dead is enough for me, I think. <laughs> I don't really care. Well, you know? speaking of poison, I have thought if I was ever to kill Conan, I would just slowly 
poison him over a period of time by with his lunches that we go <gasps> oh munchausen by proxy yeah like you i get the lunch from the interns drizzle a little i don't know what poison all you have to do is whatever lunch they bring me <laughs> is going to kill me eventually <laughs> most of the, what do you the mean? i don't know let's just say some of the food we get uh there at uh at the lot whatever uh, yeah but i mean like actually kill you slowly and, you know, I would sit there, eat lunch with you and watch as you just kind of get sick over a course of time. And then, you know, eventually. But, you know, how, how long a period of time? What if what if you're doing it so slowly and so carefully that finally it kicks in when I'm like 94? Oh. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to change mine and I'm going to stay with the James Bond thing. I'm going to put you naked in a bottomless chair and beat your balls with a carpet beater. Oh, my God, Matt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What well, just happened? I think now we're getting closer to Matt's true fantasy. Oh, my God. Because he's finally got my clothes off. Oh, my God. And he's handling my testicles. So uh, fuck, we're now at, Matt? at least at least you're being honest uh, now. Wait, how does beating his balls? Does that kill That's him? That's in Casino Royale, you know. In Casino Royale. And I don't think that was going to kill him. That was just going to. But in my case, uh, it would kill me. That would kill me. Yeah. If my oh. testicles were, were smashed. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. I don't want to get in. I, I don't want to get into it any more than that. But uh, let's just say. You know what? I have to say. Uh, I came in hot today, and I apologize. You, you know what? I love you. You lectured me. I've been. I'm admitting it, friend. I don't want people to think of me differently now that they know mm. that my only true, real purpose in life is to murder and murder again randomly. <laughs> oh my God! And without conscience, uh, I want people to still see me as the Conan they grew up watching or have been watching for the last almost thirty years. Just that friendly guy who secretly wants to roam the countryside. Uh-huh. Uh, stealing life with little remorse. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mainly in the Pacific Northwest. Um, hmm. That's where stuff seems to go down the most. They yeah. always say it's, it's always the Pacific Northwest. And I think, I think it's because it's raining a lot. Yeah. And California, it, too, is yeah. a hotbed for murder. It really yeah. is. Because it's a, be t- it, a lot of glamour. Manson, yeah. the Golden State Killer, Night Stalker. Mm-hmm. Was the, yeah. um, well, who's the, uh, the like, star sign guy? Zodi. The Zodiac, Zodiac Killer. Zodiac, Zodiac Killer. Is that what California? about also the, the Wonderland murders? Uh, one possible reason for that, I'm going to be serious here for a second, might be that uh, California is a very large state and there was a large a period of time there where it was uh, less populated and had a lot of highways and interstate and a lot of people co- who weren't native to California. So you could come here and be kind of anonymous, do something, and then just jump on the highway and be somewhere else completely. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, mm-hmm. I've given that. That's why I moved to California is oh. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I thought like, yeah, this is good. I could get in a, I could move quickly. I could get from Gorley's house right onto the 134 to the 128 to the 226 uh, to Los Cayos Noches Canyon over to El Doabe. And then I could make my way down the coastline and uh, be near Casas Cacocas uh, very quickly. <laughs> hey, I just learned we have a, a little like natural lake about a block from our house and that people were murdered there at turn of the century. And they used to call the lake a spooning lake, which was like a euphemism for where people would go and screw around. Oh, like, 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 do it? Yeah, like do it. 
That's uh, cool. Wait a minute. Uh, well, spooning. Are you sure spooning means doing it? It did. In this article, I read that that was the, the term that they would use, like how, you know, necking for making out kind of thing. Mm. Spooning meant spooning, but with no clothes, like sporking. I love that uh, back in the day, making love meant just flirting with someone. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So they'd say like... Uh, I'm, I made love to your wife meant really you were at a party and yeah. you were sort of flirting with her a little bit. And I just spent hours making love to you and you still have no interest in me. You know, it, it's this weird yeah. time when making love, of course, now no one even says that anymore. Why you made love to me on the porch last night and this is how you treat me? <laughs> yes, Exactly. Exactly. Which, you know, or you made love to me on that swing. And I used to think, wow, that guy's an athlete. <laughs> uh, but no, it didn't mean that at all. You know, that, that guy's double hinged. You know what I'm saying, everybody? <laughs> yeah. Stop. Stop yeah. that. Yeah, Stop don't what? do that. Don't. that noise you're making. Yeah. I don't like it. Sorry. That was me enjoying life for a second. Oh. And you both told me I don't <laughs> like that. Yeah, stop it. Stop it. What about pitching woo? That's a weird phrase, too. What are you, what? Sona, that's an old one, too. I'll pitch woo to you. You know, he was pitching woo. That's back in the days when if you were a courting, <laughs> let's say your husband, Tack, back when he was wooing you, mm -hmm. he would come to your apartment, and what he'd do is he'd have- He would call on your apartment. He'd, ca he'd call on your apartment, and if, first of all, what he would do is Tack would come to your apartment, and there'd be a landlady, and he would leave his card. That would be the first <laughs> thing. Like, back then, you left your card. Hmm. You know, now people just send a dick pic, but back then, you <laughs> left your card, and then the landlady would say, this person left a card for you, and then you don't even respond to the card. He then has to come back later on after he's left his card once, maybe like three years later. And then he has to, and he's wearing a high starched collar and he waits for you in the parlor. And then you go and you sit with him for a little bit and you exchange a little bit of information about each other, but there's no touching. And then he leaves and then uh, he comes back like a year later. It's, that's, that's what it used to be like. That's yeah. what it was like. And that's what it was like for me growing up. I, yeah. uh, did you ever pitch woo? I did pitch woo. Hmm. I was the best woo pitcher you ever saw. Oh, oh God. This suddenly oh I pitched right. me some woo. Oh, good. I was knee deep in pitching oh, woo. Oh, come on. Cole. Well, I'm sorry. Come on, man. Doesn't really work. Oh, oh man, I pitched me some woo back in the day. <laughs> knee deep in woo. <laughs> yeah, I was knee deep in woo. Now, modern day woo would be like if you gave a note to somebody in school and was like, do you like me? Check yes or no. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, I had to Did do that once for a friend of mine and she liked the hottest guy in school and I, she wanted me to give him a note and it said, do you want to go out with me? Yes or no. And then he made a new box and wrote, hell no. no. And then checked oh, it and underlined it. It oh, was the terrible. worst thing. And I had to give it back to her. You and it was horrible. It that's terrible. I know. But, Why did you give it back to her? Uh, because... He responded and I didn't want her to, I don't know. I just felt, I was just doing my duty. I don't know. If I had seen the hell no, I don't think I would have returned it to yeah, her. I just would have said, I lost it, but, and he is really interested, oh. but he has, he has syphilis. Uh, <laughs> what grade and, was this? This was in elementary school. So he's got syphilis in elementary school. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He, he traveled in, uh, in, in Europe uh, in the 1880s and he got syphilis. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think I would have given that back. Oh, I would not well. have returned that. I think you did the wrong thing, and I think you hurt your well, friend. 
I've met a lot of your friends. Do I know that friend? No, this one is I don't keep in touch with anymore. Yeah, she never spoke to anybody. Yeah, again I know she stopped that. talking to me. She stopped talking yeah. to me after that. No one ever saw her again. She <laughs> she she read the hell no, and she said, "Well, that's it for me," and walked away, and no one's seen her since. <laughs> nice job, Sona. Hey, what about the guy? What about the guy who wrote hell no? Whatever happened to him? That was Tack. No, I know. I married him. <laughs> I married That's him. Why he's the guy. Sona wrote the response. That's right. He checked yes. You got some white out and whited it out and then wrote hell no. And you did that. You gave it to her. And then you started your 20 year plan to get together and get it on with Tack Tackasesian. Yeah. It's not his last name. It seems like it. No, you can't. You can't keep adding Ian at the end of names and being like, it's an Armenian name now. That's not how it works. But yeah, no, that was awful. I still remember it. Yeah. Yeah. I would ask you guys if you gave notes to girls, but I feel like I know the answer. Hey, I passed a note to my wife three weeks ago. We've been been married 18 years and it said, do you like me? You know, check yes, no. And she just didn't give it back. (laughs) She's still, she's still thinking about it. (laughs) Things have gotten a little frosty during quarantine. No, I kid. I kid. We're a very passionate couple. Conan. Huh? What? I'm just saying we're both very warm blooded. Well, Uh, it's, it's time to wrap this one up. Sorry. Can't handle the passion between my wife and I in an 18-year marriage? No, can't. No, stop. Please stop. It's crazy. I'm sorry I said you guys didn't give notes to girls, but Mm. I just feel like you both were really shy. I think anyone listening knows I'm a very sensual animal. Okay. Mm. If they're still listening. Yeah. If you're still listening, can you please call anybody who might also have been listening and stopped and tell them Conan's a very sensual animal? Mm. Oh, God. Like a... Oh, my Awful. computer screen is sweating right now. Just, yeah. yeah. Everyone's yeah. uncomfortable. I'm just sort of like a jungle cat on the prowl. Oh, my God. Uh, uh. Hmm, none of this will make air. It shouldn't. But it will make love. Uh, Matt, yep. you're banned from the podcast. I understand. Just for a while, just for about six years. Okay. Uh, you'll still get paid a tenth of your salary. Oh, that'd actually be a fair trade. <laughs> <laughs> it works for you? Yeah. Okay. Well, that was a, uh, I think I was more chill. You were, you were. And I think we can even do better next time because that's our last Chill Chums episode. So we got to get you all the way there. Yeah, you're super chill talking about how you want to murder and stuff. That was really cool and chill and stuff. Yeah, subject, not chill, but your (laughs) your delivery was chill. Yeah. I think because we were talking about something I'm very passionate about, I got into a very chill zone. So yeah, Yeah. let's wrap up this one. And I'm going to try to be even more chill. And that's going to be, you should tune in because that will be the most chill I've ever been. I may even take something before we, uh, before we do it. Great. I'm talking about like an herbal tea, Mm. (laughs) nothing illegal. Uh, okay. That's it for now. Bye bye. Conan O'Brien needs a friend with Sonam Obsessian and Conan O'Brien as himself produced by me, Matt Gorley. Executive produced by Adam Sachs and Jeff Ross at Team Coco and Colin Anderson and Chris Bannon at Earwolf. Theme song by The White Stripes. Incidental music by Jimmy Vivino. Our supervising producer is Aaron Blair and our associate talent producer is Jennifer Samples. The show is engineered by Will Beckton. 
You can rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts, and you might find your review featured on a future episode. Got a question for Conan? Call the Team Coco hotline at 323-451-2821 and leave a message. It, too, could be featured on a future episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever fine podcasts are downloaded. This has been a Team Coco production in association with Earwolf. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.